Would you give your car keys or your house key to just anyone? Or would that person that you give those keys to be trustworthy of them? I think that we would only give our keys to someone we know. Hi there, I'm Lee. This is a Vision Eternity Ministries. And Jesus wants to prepare us to be ready for him that day. In fact, he's asking us to prepare the way for him. And he's giving us the revelation knowledge of knowing how to do that as he teaches us. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. Thank you for teaching us, giving us the knowledge that we need to know how to be ready. Thank you that you choose us to prepare the way for you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. It's not as well that one would perish. She's not willing that one would perish. And so he's asking us to love for him. He, he's offering us the keys to the kingdom. He said to Peter and, and the disciples, who do you say that I am? Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus said, only the father could reveal that to you. And so he knew because he spent so much time they, they spend so much time with Jesus. They knew him. They get who he is. That's what Jesus was saying. He said, you get it. You get who I am. The Father showed you who I am. And that's what happens when you seek Jesus. Then all of a sudden you get it. You know who he is. I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose will be loosed because he trusted them, because they get who he is. And so he's going to give them authority to do what he was doing. That's what he was saying. And then he told them not to tell anyone who he was. And then he started to tell them what was going to happen to him, the things that he was going to suffer. And then Peter took Jesus aside and he said, no, this can't happen to you. And then Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. And then he started to say, what we've been talking about, you have to give up your life if you want to be my disciple. He said, if any man will come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever will save his life will lose it. And whoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what does a prophet a man, if he, if he would gain the whole world and then lose his soul. That is what Jesus has been talking to us about. And in order to do our job correctly, we have to have that power. And we have that power when we get it, when we know him, when we followed after him. You know, so many times people get born again and they go back to their old life and just keep doing what they were doing before. They don't do anything for Jesus. They don't seek after him and fall in love with him and put the, their own interests aside. And, and that's how the Pharisees were. They, they were just being religious. And that's how we are when we just say that prayer and that's it. Right? Jesus is saying, I want to give you my power and my authority to do my will, to do that work. And 
so when when we get born again, then we are to seek him and get to know him so that he can empower us to make that difference. So it's just not a religious church thing that we're doing like the Pharisees did, like many churches do today. There's no power in the church because they're not seeking Jesus. They're not seeking his will, but their own. The disciples didn't go back to their old life. They didn't go back to their old jobs. They went and did what Jesus said. He said, if you love me, if you believe in me, then you're going to do what I was doing and even more than I was doing. And when he left, they carried on his work. They left everything. They followed him. They, they put aside their interests. They even left fam- their family to go and do what he said to do. And so Jesus is going to give the keys, his keys, to the kingdom. And he was telling me that the key, you know, like, like the key that, that um, opens your house, that key that fits that you're going to get from him is founded on love. Disciples loved Jesus. Peter loved him so much, he took him aside and said, this can't happen to you. No, I don't want this to happen. Do you love Jesus that much that you don't want him to suffer anymore? Because he said he's suffering. He's long-suffering as he's waiting for us to do his work. Because he's not willing that one should perish. Think of it. In the day of Noah, God said he forgot about Noah for five months because it grieved him because of what he had to do to start over again. And what's coming up grieves him. And he wants to show you what's happening, just like he did Peter. He wants to show you what's going to happen. He didn't tell anybody. He told those who loved him. And so if you don't, if you're not in love with him, you're really just religious. If you're not in love with Jesus, you're not going to have the revelation knowledge of knowing that he's asking you to prepare the way for him. He's wanting to give you his power and authority. In Luke 10, he sent out 70. He sent them out, and they laid hands on the sick. They did his work. And when they came back, he, they said, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said, of course, I've given you power and authority over them. And many times we don't see that power and authority that we long to have because we really don't understand who Jesus is. And if we don't really understand who he is, we don't love him. Because his love is the kind of love that you would lay your life down for your neighbor. You would lay your life down because you would care about someone else's soul. And the Pharisees didn't care. They didn't care. Many of the churches, 
they don't care. They're, they're in it for the money. Sometimes it's like a job to them. And they have certain things that their flesh wants, and, and that's why they're there, you know, like, I don't know, prestige, just feeling that importance of people coming to you when really we should be going to Jesus. He gave his life so God's spirit could live on the inside of you. And so that being so, we really have no excuse to be going to a church as like the Pharisees and listening to what they're telling you to do, but they're not doing it. Listening to religion where there's no power rather than seeking God and having that power. Jesus said after that in Luke 10, Thank you, Father, for showing this to the unlearned, those who, those who haven't gone to school and, and act all like they know everything. There's no power and when there's no power, there's really no Jesus. There's no truth. We're not doing his will. And many will perish because of them. He said that. I remember where I, where I read that. He said to the Pharisees, you're leading people the wrong way. And because of you, people aren't getting the truth. And so you want to make sure that you are seeking Jesus yourself. You don't have to be anyone great. He chose fishermen. When you say that prayer, it's not so you can go back and live your life the way you were because you think that that prayer is going to give you eternal life. In fact, the key to entering into the kingdom of heaven is love. To care about your neighbor enough that you would put all those desires that you have aside and do whatever Jesus is asking you to do. He has a a special assignment just for you. He has an assignment for us. And he's going to reveal that to you. Whatever it is he's asking you to do. Never ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you. If you never submit it to his will. He's asking, Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you answer that, answer the door, if you're willing to submit to him, to heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And you won't just be saying a prayer, but your life will be changed. Because as the disciples, you're going to just put all that aside and carry out his work, and as you do that in power, you're preparing the way for him. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for showing us truth, for teaching us your way, for choosing us to do your work. We thank you that because of you, we can make a difference and show who you are. 
We love you. We praise you for choosing us, for empowering us to do your will. Give you all the praise, all the glory. You know, so the word says that you'll know them by their fruit. The word says that those who believe will cast out demons, lay hands on the sick. You can drink something deadly and it won't harm you. And so there's signs that follow those that believe. And if you don't see those signs, when you, when you go to a church, if you don't see those things happening, then it's just religion. And they haven't allowed Jesus in the church. So you want to find a place to go where his power is evident. There's more to church than just preaching the Word of God. Not that it's not important, but if it's just being taught without power, then it's just being taught without power, and it's something that then the people are taught to lay down, and then next Sunday they come and talk about it again. But faith without action is dead. And so if they're not doing God's will and only talking about it, it's just religion. And we're not preparing the way for Jesus because those who are lost are going to be touched by his power. They need to be touched by Jesus. Not just to hear something, lay it down, go back to your life and not do it again. But it should change your life. It should change who you are as it did the disciples. It doesn't mean you're always going to just get it right away. But you're going to get it as you seek that, as you seek Jesus, as you seek that place where there's faith action, not just talk. And ask Jesus where he wants you to go. What he wants you to do. Him living on the inside of you. He's going to tell you. He's going to talk to you. So you don't just say the prayer. Lay the Bible down until next Sunday. Or tell whenever you have the next problem. So God loves you so much. And he's asking you to come and find him. He already found you, and now he's asking you to seek him, to knock, to find out who he is so he can show himself to you. Fall in love with him. Be interested in him, and then he's going to show you. He's going to show you truth. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you.